Welcome to Sundays at St. Rock's for Easter Sunday. I am Father Michael Gallagher, the parish priest at St. Rock's in Glenaris, Victoria. I hope that this podcast will help you and your family spend some time in prayer as you keep Easter Sunday as a holy day. You'll hear the readings from the day, a short homily, and a few prayers. Throughout the podcast, there'll be periods of silence. Take those moments to think about the words you have heard in the scriptures and to talk to God in your own words. I now invite you to find a comfortable place to settle yourself down for prayer. Let's begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths to help calm our minds and hearts. Remember that you are in the holy presence of God, that he sees you, that he hears you. Tell God what is on your mind and heart today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us acknowledge our sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who on this day through your only begotten Son have conquered death and unlocked for us the path to eternity, Grant, we pray, that we who keep the solemnity of the Lord's resurrection may, through the renewal brought by your Spirit, rise up in the light of life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter addressed Cornelius and his household. You must have heard about the recent happenings in Judea, about Jesus of Nazareth and how he began in Galilee after John had been preaching baptism. God had anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and because because God was with him, Jesus went about doing good and curing all who had fallen into the power of the devil. Now I and those with me can witness to everything he did throughout the countryside of Judea 
and in Jerusalem itself, and also to the fact that they killed him by hanging him on a tree. Yet three days afterwards God raised him to life and allowed him to be seen, not by the whole people, but only by certain witnesses God had chosen beforehand. Now we are those witnesses. We have eaten and drunk with him after his resurrection from the dead, and he has ordered us to proclaim this to his people and to tell them that God has appointed him to judge everyone, alive or dead. It is to him that all the prophets bear this witness, that all who believe in Jesus will have their sins forgiven through his name. The Word of the Lord. Psalm 117 Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love has no end. Let the sons of Israel say, His love has no end. The Lord's right hand has triumphed, his right hand raised me up. I shall not die, I shall live, and recount his deeds. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord, the marvel in our eyes. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Since you have been brought back to true life with Christ, you must look for the things that are in heaven, where Christ is, sitting at God's right hand. Let your thoughts be on heavenly things, not on the things that are on the earth, because you have died, and now the life you have is hidden with Christ in God. But when Christ is revealed, and he is your life, you too will be revealed in all your glory with him. The Word of the Lord. The sequence. Christians, to the paschal victim, offer sacrifice and praise. The sheep are ransomed by the lamb, and Christ the undefiled hath sinners to his father reconciled. Death with life contended, combat strangely ended. Life's own champion, slain, yet lives to reign. Tell us, Mary, Say what thou didst see upon the way. The tomb the living did enclose. I saw Christ's glory as he rose. The angels there attesting, shroud with grave clothes resting. Christ my hope has risen. He goes before you into Galilee. That Christ is truly risen from the dead we know. Victorious King thy mercy show. Amen. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. 
It was very early on the first day of the week, and still dark, when Mary of Magdala came to the tomb. She saw that the stone had been moved away from the tomb, and came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved. They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, she said, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter set out with the other disciple to go to the tomb. They ran together, but the other disciple, running faster than Peter, reached the tomb first. He bent down and saw the linen cloths lying on the ground, but did not go in. Simon Peter, who was following now, came up, went right into the tomb, saw the linen cloths on the ground, and also the cloth that had been over his head. This was not with the linen cloths, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in. He saw, and he believed. Till this moment, they had failed to understand the teaching of Scripture, that he must rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord This morning we complete our commemoration of these historical events. Jesus' friends arrived in the morning to visit the tomb and anoint his body. Jesus had already risen. He was not there. What a beautiful scene it must have been that morning. It would have been first light. We all know the crispness of a spring morning. Dark is dangerous. It is scary. It is mysterious. Whereas light is safe and secure and brings clarity. Jesus brought light into the world to dispel darkness. He brought new life, new birth, for those who are slaves to sin. The people had received instructions throughout the Old Testament from the prophets, but they did not have a personal relationship with God. They were always waiting for the fullness of revelation so that they might know God fully. The resurrection we celebrate this morning was the start of a new life for humanity with God. God became man to draw closer to us in our humanity. He took on all the punishment for our sins, redeeming us. Because of Jesus' actions, we can one day go to heaven. And in the meantime, we can experience a taste of heaven on earth. That is the significance of the event that we commemorate today. Jesus actually rose from the dead. If someone had merely stolen this poor man's dead body, we would not still be celebrating the event 2,000 years later 
with hundreds of millions of Christians all over the world. The empty tomb was not the end of the story. We know that because Jesus was seen by his disciples. He was seen by hundreds of people, in fact. He ate in front of his disciples to prove that he had actually risen, that it wasn't a figment of their imagination or some spiritual apparition. Jesus was really alive again. We are not talking about something imaginary, a dream, a mythical story. We are talking about a real event. Jesus really died in the flesh and then was seen alive again. That the resurrection is real matters. Jesus banished darkness once and for all. Let us stay close to him so that we may bask in the warmth of his light. Let us place our needs before God our Father, rejoicing because Christ has triumphed over death and entered into glory. For the Holy Father, Pope Francis, that like St. Peter, he may continue to lead the Church in witnessing to the joyful truth of the resurrection. Let us pray to the Lord. For all who have dedicated their lives to God, that they may look for the things that are in heaven and be Christ's witnesses in the world, let us pray to the Lord. For those unjustly deprived of their freedom, that they may draw fresh hope of freedom from the mystery of the resurrection, let us pray to the Lord. For the family of God, gathered in Easter joy, that we may bear witness to the risen Christ and reflect him in our lives. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who have died, that they may rise to eternal life in Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Take a moment now to consider what else and whom else you wish to pray for and offer these prayers now, either out loud or silently. We sum up all these spoken prayers and the silent prayers of our hearts as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we conclude our time of prayer, unite your hearts to the words of this spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us this Easter Sunday. We hope you join us again next Sunday. God bless.